Good evening. This is KSKQ 89.5 FM, Ashland, Oregon, and KSKQ translator K231CW 94.1 FM, Medford, Oregon, and also streaming at www.kskq.com. And is it com? I think it's org. It's org. Org. (laughs) Don't go to the com. (laughs) It's weird. I've done it by accident. Abort, abort. Okay. Dot org. Okay. And you are listening to Dream Infringement. You're still listening to Dream Infringement, is it? Are you, you're hearing it. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> but only Adara can hear our theme song. Okay. <laughs> Dream Infringement is a super squad of four friends. Adara, Spiffy Burns, Bobby, Chico de Gallo Castillo, Jennifer, the scheduler, Woodside, and Emily, the four-eyed evader, Castillo. We enjoy telling stories and playing songs based on a weekly theme. Yay. 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 The weekly theme is is me. I'm I'm back. It's been a few months. This is Jennifer. Hello all. It should be you. It should I be commend, you. I commandeered the theme and just yeah, I I was bossy. I was like, I'm just gonna talk about things I did while I was sick. And they're like, oh, okay. So I think that's great. I'm so glad it's you. Oh, thank you. You could be our theme for weeks. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> it's not that I think I'm that interesting. It's that I think I could talk endlessly about a lot of different things that I don't know people would care about. But I, you know, it's more of a, a quantity over quality situation <laughs> happening. And I, I feel like I could fill those shoes. Isn't that what dream infringement was founded upon (laughs) for friends awkward a lot of things to say (laughs) yeah that's not sure if anyone else is interested in it Uh, but so much quantity guys so much quantity quantity. we really do Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so anyway i'm just gonna start with things i did while i was sick please do i have a long list but i'm gonna focus on just a few things um so I was like kind of semi house ridden and I had to keep myself entertained and I found an app where I could log every movie that I'd ever seen. Wow. And I realized that I remember every movie that I've ever seen. I didn't realize that I had this, that it was all in my brain. Like I didn't know how much was stored away, taken up space um, from things like when I was six. I remember it. So far I've logged 2,300 movies. That's so many. Whoa. Because they also had the made-for-TV movies. Oh. Oh. (laughs) So is it like a Goodreads style thing? Yes. I literally typed in Goodreads for movies, (laughs) and I found this. (laughs) That's incredible. And so, yeah. And I also, for some reason, I watched Moonstruck about five times. Which, it wasn't a favorite movie before, but somehow... Oh, and Sense and Sensibility happened a lot. Again, not a favorite movie. Things I hadn't seen in years, and I was just like, I have to see this. And now I have to see it again. Um, Oh, while you were sick five times? Yes. Oh, wow. All right. Was there something about it? it was a lifetime. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no, no. This was all in a short period. Was there something like comforting or like yeah, comforting though i don't like nicholas cage or Cher <laughs> yeah, at right. all and so that was the confusing part was why uh, am i drawn to this 
so much. And I, I think because it's it's weird and their relationship is very strange. That's where true. she's like, you're a wolf who cut off his foot. And he's like, you're a fox with no head or whatever. They like have this weird dialogue. And I don't know, there's the guy at the restaurant that's always getting broken up with and all these yeah. kind of <laughs> Italian, watch New York, <laughs> like stuff happening that, that's, I don't know, just really funny to me. I've never seen Moonstruck. <gasps> I, I don't want to be like, you should see it, you'll love it, because I don't <laughs> like it when people do that to me. I will just <sighs> leave it out there that um, it is available for viewing if you have a Prime membership on Amazon. They have it mm-hmm. free. I see. So I'll, I'll <laughs> enable you. <clears throat> and so with all of this, I remembered like the movies that they forced us to watch in school, and I suddenly got very angry. And I went on this Facebook rant um, just to get it out of the way. We did have to see the Red Balloon movie. It's, I think it's French where this little boy mm-hmm. is kind of stalked by a red balloon, but like he can't touch it. But then at the end, like the balloons all take him away. Does it have like multiple balloons at the at, end? At the end, yeah. They they like save him and mm. then I don't know what they do with him. It, it probably turned into a horror movie after that. All the friendly <laughs> balloons kidnapped, you know, children all over the French countryside. So that wasn't great. Okay. But (laughs) this one was actually really disturbing. So prepare to be, there's like a, (laughs) there's a warning. This does involve animal cruelty. Um, so there was a movie by Disney called white wilderness, um, that was made in the late fifties. And there's this really intense scene where they narrate how the lemmings get overpopulated and how they get like panicked and can't stand the sight of each other and hurl themselves off a cliff. And so that's what I always thought that that's what lemmings did. But um, this is not true. It was a terrible lie. The producers of this movie decided that this is how lemmings behave. And so they changed nature to fit the narrative. They bought a bunch of lemmings mm-hmm. from a non-native place, made them run on a turntable to get footage of them running, and they threw them literally into the river and filmed it. So like that is horrible and I'm, I'm glad that animal cruelty laws are in place to stop that kind of ridiculousness um but i was also really there's just a lot to be angry about that they that they did that um and then the other movie which was like really disturbing was this one by ray bradbury called all summer in a day and it's about like these kids who live on mars and they only see the sun once every seven years and like all the kids are excited because it's going to be the sun day. But like one girl was from Earth and she'd seen the sun all the time. And so she's just talking about how like great the sun is. <laughs> and like the kids get jealous and one girl locks her in a dark room. And then the sun comes out and she forgets about her and she leaves her in the dark room all day. And so all the other kids are like frolicking and so excited. And then they come back to the classroom and they realized they left the girl locked in and she didn't get to see the sun. She wouldn't get to see it for the next seven years. And then they all look horrified and guilty. And then the movie ends. And that like gave me the worst feeling in the pit of my stomach. Yeah. Like it's just so awful. Was <laughs> and it like a lesson on bullying? Like, yes. So if you bully someone, then they don't get to see the sun. Yes. Mm. I don't know. I, I just, I would, I would take it out of my memory if I could, because I didn't enjoy it. And I didn't know it was going to like stay with me for the next 32 <laughs> years. Um, and then 
this wasn't traumatizing. It was just kind of funny. Like our music teacher decided that we needed to see the movie Yendel. And so we saw the first half and then a parent complained because of the river scene where all the naked guys are jumping in the river and you see their little behinds. Um, <laughs> so I never got to see the second half until I found it like about a decade later. <laughs> strange, like half of a movie to watch. Half of Yentl. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, at the time, I wasn't really bothered by it. I just really wanted to know how it ended because it's kind of an odd premise of some, you know, a woman pretending to be a man for the, the education in the, the Jewish collegiate system, I guess. Um, but now looking back, like, what was the teacher thinking? There's so many other musicals that are, like, so much more, like, PG. Like, My Fair Lady, The Music Man, Fiddler on the Roof. Like, why Yentl? I kind of yeah. understand why a, pa- a parent complained. Um, I think normally... Well, how old were you again? It would have been somewhere between, like, 12 and 14. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. could see it. So that's my school movie rants. Feel yeah. free to take it away. Um. Well, we watched The Yearling <gasps> oh. in, like, third grade. Oh. And it is terrible. And I pulled up... A, a little synopsis. Of those horrible movies, like Old Yeller, where the Redford yes. Girls, the Yearling, where they're just based on terribleness. And this one has, like, just some really um, intense family dysfunction that I didn't understand as a kid, but, like, you, you know, pick up on that. Like, I didn't get it until I read the synopsis, and I was like, mm. oh. That's why I felt so horrible when I was watching this movie. This makes me feel terrible, and I don't know why. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So it's about a boy who's... um, Also, the men in the movie have, like, like more traditionally feminine names. Like, the dad's name is Penny, Hmm. and the boy's name is Jody, which, you know, for the time, is different. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, like, yeah, who cares? But then different anyway um they're pioneer farmers um it's like a husband and a wife and their son and um the wife has lost like a couple kids um they died and so now she has jody the son and she's afraid that if she shows him too much affection, like, he's going to die, too. So she's just very mean. Oh, I kill people with my love. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, but, you know, when you're in third grade, you're just like, why is that mom so mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, and so Jody wants, like, someone to be in his life because his siblings are dead. And then his dad, Penny, um, gets him. Oh, okay. They... Yeah, he gets him a deer, basically, because the they used a doe to extract snake venom from Jody's snake bite, somehow. I don't remember this part. Is it like the meat is supposed to draw the poison Maybe. out or something? That, I don't, yeah. I don't think, don't take that as medical advice. I, no, I just think that's, they believe that at the time. seem accurate. Um, so then they find, like, oh, it has a fawn, and then they adopt it, but the fawn is, like naughty because he's a wild animal keeps getting in the corn and the tobacco crops and just destroying everything and the mom's really mad and is like you need to get rid of this fawn and then um they build this really high fence so the fawn gets in it again another person dies 
and then the mom is like goes and kill she shoots the deer oh spoiler <laughs> i just spoiled animal it animal cruelty uh, this is, yeah this wasn't i don't think they shot a real deer. no they could have it was the time Maybe. for that yeah it was late 40s so and you know possible um so then the mom kills the deer no she she almost kills the deer it's not dead yet it's suffering and then she oh. tells her son like you need to finish the job oh and I don't so know why they love to do that in books <laughs> I don't know. and so he does and then he's so depressed that he runs away and then they find him several days later just like emaciated and like not doing well um near a river and then the mom's like i love you so much and it's like the mom realized that her love is not the thing that's killing her children and now she loved him even more the end i want to talk to that kid therapist <laughs> right <laughs> so uh i don't remember people puppies in that I time frame no I also don't remember anyone, like, talking us through it. Like, hey, kids. So there's some, like, intense stuff in this movie. Or, like, what do you think? Like, they're just was like, watch the movie. The end. Uh, why Let's did do they some do math. this to us? You guys said that you saw, like, Osmosis Jones in school, and I'm very jealous that. about that experience. <laughs> I mean, that was a good film. I wasn't really forced into watching any movies other than Osmosis Jones and a video of live birth for my high school family health class. Oh my. Um, but I was forced into reading a lot of those books in like elementary school. Like we read Where the Red Fern Grows and Old Yeller and Watership Down. See, I read Watership Down on purpose and I loved it. The film, however... The cartoon is terrifyingly awful and violent and scary. Like, but I really liked the book. I read it over and over and over again. So apparently <laughs> I was into that kind of like torture. Um, they made us read Summer of My German Soldier, Summer of the Monkeys. Oh, um, I did Summer of the Monkeys. Yeah. The oh, Hobbit. Yes. Summer of the Swan. Why is this this like a theme happening? I but I got kind of confused because I was like a really fast reader, and so I would like the kids would be like struggling to finish a chapter, and I would have finished the book and have been like really bored. So like it all kind of blurs together for me because. But I like The Hobbit. The Hobbit was loved The Hobbit. Yeah, I I was like. That was my favorite teacher. Like, he gave us something kind of substantial to read, and I, I like that. I actually, I checked The Hobbit out on my own, and my librarian discouraged me. <laughs> she was like, this might be a little above your reading level. Oh. I was like, oh no. Don't even. <laughs> Hold my earrings. <laughs> I know our local library ha- had specific instructions on my library card that I could check out adult books Aww. as a kid, because they were, I wanted to read some of the other um Watership Richard Adams books, which mm-hmm. are over, <laughs> they're adult, yes, um, <laughs> but disturbing adult, really, and so, but yeah, I, I fought and I won so I could check out nice. the big books. What a cool kid. We read um, Lord of the Flies in middle school. I haven't read it. Yeah, I don't Lord think I flies. could handle it. <laughs> Probably not. I I mean, you might be able to, but it is rather disturbing. Oh, you know which ones? I felt like I maybe got started on a little too young. 
Um, I read like Beloved in middle school. Oh, Beloved. which one's that? Um, it's by isn't it by the same person who did like the color purple and Temple oh. of My Familiar? Yeah, Toni Morrison. Yes, that's it. And I don't know. There's just like a lot of themes of death and sexuality mm-hmm. and like intense like sort of scary religious tones on top of like just like a lot of race stuff that I wasn't prepared for and wasn't really taught by my real white middle school teachers (laughs) who did not get it. Yeah. Did you read it on your own or did they have you read it? No, that was assigned for class. Oh, Oh, my. Oh, goodness. Okay. I... I have. <laughs> oh, I disagree with that reading material for kids. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, so shall we? Yes. To a song. Yeah. Which so, one do? You... I have been just digging this one as I've been driving. It's by Michael Kiwanuka, and it's called Cold Heart. Okay. Did I oh. say his last name right? Did I get all the syllables happening? I don't know. I don't say his name it often sounds... in my head. Right. The letters in the name match what the words that you said. (laughs) Phonetically, I am so correct. (laughs) Okay. Also, Bobby's feelings are hurt that we haven't talked about him and his absence enough. Oh. (laughs) Bobby isn't here. Yeah, Bobby's not here. But he did leave us a message, which we can listen to after the song. Okay. All right. Jennifer was asking why I was tired and I was explaining it to her and I mean that makes for good radio so I did I thought it was funny and accurate because I saw pictures of the the offense (laughs) um we went out of town this weekend and we stayed at an Airbnb that had just like the worst decorations it was bad terrible i didn't take a picture of my room i couldn't sleep in that room (laughs) that i showed you where the walls were like teal but like dark teal and then there's like brown and then pop art like bright the andy warhol like bright repeating pictures and different tones Randomly um, against this kind of olivey, greeny, teal-looking yeah, wall. Yeah, like a bad teal. Like, nothing should be painted mm-hmm. that much of that color. Yeah. Yeah. And then the bed that I slept in was uncomfortable, and I shared a room with my two-year-old, um, who's a really good sleeper, but he does wake up a lot in the middle of the night singing, which is very sweet. <laughs> But also, like, and he will recover himself with his blankie and, like, rock himself back to sleep. It's very sweet, but also just is not what I'm accustomed to, which is... The dang fun. Like... <laughs> That's some self-soothing. It I wish is. I would have mastered as a child. It's pretty incredible. <laughs> is it... Was it a little creepy to, like, suddenly no. the, the darkness of night hear um. a little child singing and rocking? <laughs> no, it wasn't, because it's... Like, his singing doesn't really sound like real singing. It's just, like, like... Because he doesn't really like, talk a lot yet, right? right? so it's just kind of more, like, 
yeah it didn't that didn't scare me but like one side of my room had just like generic floral colors and then the other side had this giant like lion sun copper face like, <laughs> that scared it, like, me in the middle of the night like metal work or yeah oh. um yeah. yeah it just was unpleasant to sleep there the living room was okay i just i don't it it i felt a little obsessed with how much i hated what was happening in the bedrooms oh, okay. and like i can't it's like going over and over in my head like who is this person who chose these things where did they find them it's just like i can't stop it's like that um u2 song where he's like you've got to get yourself together you got (laughs) stuck in a moment right that you can't get out of "Ah, stuck in a bad art vortex totally so anyway that was that so okay we have um, again, we'll acknowledge that Bobby is sadly missing from he this is. the show, so Aww. we're not fully reunited. No, but he had some things to say. He had things to say. So, and things to say that we could respond to, so. Interactive, even. Here are those things. Hey guys, it's me, Bobby. Since I have babysitting duty, I'm going to give the new listeners a little taste of our group dynamic. And our dear faithful listeners, what they so desperately crave. Oh, and I'll leave a little space for each of you to respond, okay? So here it goes. Jennifer, you're back. I missed you so much. I missed your K-pop references. I missed your sense of preparation for the show. But most of all, I missed seeing that champagne-colored Toyota Corolla. Up top, Jennifer, you know what's up. You know what's up, right? Oh, I think this is where you. I know what's up. Oh, oh Jennifer, <laughs> that was a good one. I'll admit, uh... I deserved that. <laughs> and Adara, as always, you are killing it with the flannel, girl. And those. Oh, <laughs> that was impressive. Oh, we missed. Them. Oh, huh? I could have sworn oh. you just got them. Oh well. Also, I have a question. Are you going to wear your scrubs or your graduation gown to your graduation party? Trick question. Neither. I'm going to wear a dress my mom made. Oh, okay. Actually, that doesn't surprise me. Okay, now to you, Emily. My dear wife, it's your turn. What can I say about my number one co-host in this radio show I call life? The program director of Programmer's we've come to call children just that it's been a wild ride and also bring the heat girl bring the heat to the street you know what i'm saying right i feel like i didn't get a question i think what he's see adara and jennifer when you're married you develop the special language and that's what's happening here anyways have a great show everybody i love you all and as always godspeed so who is that special language with? <laughs> I, what, I didn't hear it. What was the special language? I was talking. Oh. When, I, when he said something funny, sorry. Yeah, oh. Bobby said that um, Jennifer and I would someday learn that when you're married, you like develop this special language. Oh. I think it's eye contact and eyebrows. Mm. Yeah, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. Just That's... kind of like, if you're around anyone long enough you 
Yet you know you don't even happening. need code words anymore. No, mm-hmm. but then sometimes also your own insecurities misinterpret what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. Uh, like, like we need to go. He he's saying we need to go, or like <laughs> yeah. I need to go because people are hostile here when they're not right. really that hostile. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that. Okay. Yeah. Stuff like that. I don't know. It's that idea makes me uncomfortable. I have nothing more to say. <laughs> no, noted. So, do you want to play your song? Oh, I really yeah. want to hear it because there's a lot of weird words in it that don't make sense to me. Um, okay, so the song that I chose is called I Don't Want to Know, and I heard it because I was listening to like the 90s R&B station. And I was like, oh my goodness, I remember this song. And it's got like an Enya um, sound bite in it. And also Diddy raps in it. <laughs> um, and there's a part, and I'm going to tell you the part because I need you guys to listen out for it. Okay. And it says, I gave you all the cheese. And he's like, why did you leave me? I gave you all the cheese. <gasps> oh, extra cheese. And I was just like... Why did you leave? Right? Good question. <laughs> I'm just appalled at this woman leaving her man. So anyway, this is um, I Don't Want to Know featuring Enya. And this is P. Diddy. But then some of it says Diddy. And I don't know what he goes by now. So hmm. anyway... And Mario Winans? Yeah, here you go. So, for updates on when I was ill, I decided to have a uh, unfriend a lot of people on social media. Um, I recently talked to a friend and she keeps calling things the great purge of, I think, 2008. She was like, oh, that was the great purge of 2008. (laughs) Like, it's a historical event. And I I haven't had any such great purges. I just, um, I'm really patient usually when it comes to social media drama, mostly because I'm as entertained as I am, (laughs) like, irritated. (laughs) And it's also just interesting. Like, people are trying to portray themselves in a certain way to, like, show to advantage or to be impressive that kind of just highlight some of their vulnerabilities. And so it's just interesting to see like that social and self-esteem dynamic play out publicly. Um, it just gives me a lot to, to analyze, which I like to do that for fun. Um, so I really just kicked out people that I didn't know well or her or who were like kind of angry and abrasive all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, while making terrible life decisions like I hate what everyone else is doing they're terrible while like messing up their lives like I find that a little hard to take um but it was also super nice to have social media when I couldn't be personally present I could get and give updates keep in contact um so that was like I still felt like I was a presence uh even though I wasn't physically one so like that any other social media reflections I just really feel like the mute button on Instagram is is my hero. Who who are your most likely candidates to, to mute? <sighs> so people who are like I perceive as being braggy about stuff mm. that like I don't really think is 
needs to be bragged about mm-hmm. um because and then i read all the comments and like all the people are like oh my goodness that's so amazing that's so wonderful <laughs> and i'm just yeah. like i can't i can't do this um people that i'm not super close with but like that i feel might be offended if i yeah. unfollow them so i just like mute them <laughs> um some people that i find offensive but i can't unfollow them and so then i can like decide when to look at their posts mm, yeah it's like in my control yeah yeah i just no it's great right exactly yeah. so i've been enjoying that thank you instagram yes <laughs> oh and my facebook app would never wouldn't open like one week last week mm-hmm one day last week, I this is the part of the day where I'm, like, shutting down. Um, I would open it, and then it would, like, go black, and then it would go away. And so I deleted oh. it. No, Facebook was, was just down for a little while. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I was like, All forget Facebook. you, Facebook. <laughs> and I just deleted the app. So I haven't looked at Facebook in, like, a week. Um, and I think I might... I've been missing it a little bit. <laughs> Facebook is kind of where I get... I've, like, made the news relevant to things that I am willing to see. Mm-hmm. So it's all, like, very, like, <laughs> celebrity gossip, weird scientific facts, and, <laughs> like, strange animals around the world, and, like, some cultural things, and then a lot of memes. And so it's, like, if something really bad happens, it will filter through, but it's, I'm not seeing, like, really horrific Mm. violent content all the time because Mm -hmm. that is like so upsetting that I I can't function very well if I like repeatedly expose myself to that so I have to be a little careful because remember I remember every movie I ever saw since I was six and I'm still mad about a sad depressing movie from 32 (laughs) years ago the news is a big deal so yeah Yeah. and then I think Adara is out of the all of us, Bobby included, probably the least active on social media. I... Or f- for yourself. I think for other places, maybe. Yeah, I had a little bit of a social media resurgence in the last, like, two weeks. I think I made three Instagram posts. So, Impressive. <laughs> like a champ. <laughs> um, but yeah, I technically have Facebook, but I really only, like, check to see if things are directly aimed at me, and I do that about once every two to three weeks. And I use Instagram to talk to y'all, and sometimes to scroll when I'm in awkward situations and I don't Mm. really want to, like, talk to people, but I can't not Mm -hmm. because they're near me. (laughs) So it's like your busy work. For the, <laughs> for the phone. Got it. Yeah, no. Oh, sorry. I can't. I have to catch up with all the recent posts. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, good to see you. Oh, no. Her secret's out. She's scrolling <laughs> like mad. You, you know she's just trying to get out of talking to you. Oh, I am a part of the, like, free group Facebook oh, thing. Yes. And I do enjoy the, like semi-frequent drama that comes from that. I enjoy your enjoyment of the drama, because sometimes (laughs) she'll, like, post different things, or people are vying 
to be the yes. selected, the chosen for the free thing. I get pretty invested in like the ones where everyone's like, I want this. I want it. I Can I have it? I would really like this. I need it. Um, and I'm like, who's gonna win? <laughs> she did a video reenactment that like I wish was on YouTube because I would watch it <laughs> continually. It was amazing. I laughed so hard and I don't do that. You don't. By myself because then I feel very <laughs> awkward and weird. Like, I, I get very self-conscious, even though it's just me like, <laughs> laughing out loud. Like, oh my goodness. But you, you made me break that barrier. Oh, I'm, I'm glad I could do that. Okay, stop. So you want to play the next yes. song? So I had one, and I don't know if it's Sin or C-Y-N, and it's called um, I'll Still Have Me. I broke my back Right. So I promised the girls a special confession that I needed to make. Mm. And this was probably over a year ago. I unintentionally stole a spoon from you, Emily. <laughs> and I've had it all this time what? and tried to give it back to you. And I have now officially remembered. She did. I'm holding the spoon right now. <laughs> and so it was oh, me. Wow. It was me the whole time. <laughs> I never said, because I was like, oh, I'll bring it back. I don't need to tell her. And then finally today, it all clicked together, and I remembered, (laughs) I have your spoon, and I should give it back, because it it doesn't fit with all the rest of my spoons, and, like, it's, it 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 causes me. It's nagging at your conscience. It's like an Edgar Allan Poe telltale spoon kind of moment, so no longer can shovel cereal into my mouth with the purloined silverware. So. Thank you, Jennifer. You're welcome. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> Wait, how did you end up with this food? <laughs> it was one night when we had like a big Korean dinner. Oh. And it was just in with everything. Like in when in with the oh, Tupperware like, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I get that. So technically I think someone I didn't steal it as much as it was like nice. secreted Give away in my you. stuff. Yes. Or loaned to me. Accidentally. <laughs> oh, yes. thank you, Jennifer. That was exciting. And a surprise. <laughs> I told you you would never see it coming. <laughs> I did not. My expectations were high and it was worth it. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, lower your expectations. It's weird, but it's not exciting. <laughs> no, I'm excited. <laughs> so we transacted. Uh, also, I think we're missing the possibility that Bobby framed you. <gasps> he would. I know. He's and then forgot that he framed you and never accused you of spoon theft. I know. I'm I'm like um those old British mansions where like when someone dubious leaves you're like everyone count the silverware. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cuz like their silverware was actually made of uh, like valuable yeah. metals that you had to <laughs> polish. Everybody's always Ugh. polishing silverware in those books. It's Did they terrible. have more time back then? It's just baffling to me, the things. I mean, then they walked everywhere and just, uh, I know. Also, people were dying younger. Like, when did they do the things they did? I don't get it. I don't either. Maybe they just didn't do a lot. Maybe. Well, like, they didn't have electricity or social media. So, I mean, by candlelight, I mean, I would polish silver. I mean, what, what else That's am I going to do? Unless someone Talk breaks to your out family, Ugh. someone breaks out the fiddle, or oh, yes, reads Bible but, verses for a few hours before we go to bed. There were books, though. <laughs> well, but you had to be a certain level of somebody to own one or a few. Mm-hmm. 
and that. have proper like candles, candle lighting. And those were expensive. That's fair. I guess I think it. I think I would just sleep more. Yeah. I do a lot of going to sleep because I'm bored anyway. So that would be ideal. <laughs> like once the sun's down, like what can you do? Leave it. So pretty sure I would have died of something like <laughs> just right away, just immediately. I would have. It would have been like a tragic thing. Um, so I have like a negative blood type, mm-hmm. and so when you have a negative blood type, like usually if you have, if your child does not, any blood type beyond negative, then like usually your first kid is okay, but this then you have like immunities and antibodies, not antibodies. So if you get pregnant again, it will like attack the the fetus as like a foreign like foreign thing, mm-hmm. and they often don't live, which is like. Um, Queen Anne, Henry's Queen Anne, only had Elizabeth, and then her other kids were stillborn, and that's what they think happened. And so I would have been like the sad person who just had miscarriage after miscarriage, mm-hmm. which would have been really sad. You might have picked right and oh, had a lot of like negative blood type babies. I could have, like if the if the guy was negative blood type, we might have might have made it work. Yeah. What are the odds? If you didn't die in childbirth. Uh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh, old timey uh, times. What fun. I'm always like horrified. Like, I don't know if you've seen like Call the Midwife or I have. anything else. Mm-hmm. Everyone's always like giving birth in the bed, the family bed. Yeah. And like, if you're lucky, they put down some newspaper or something. And I know you could kind of wash mattresses. They're a little different back then, but... Mm-hmm. It just seems... It's a lot. That is a lot of stuff. Because now, like, you're kind of bedridden, you just gave birth, and you can't really sleep in that bed. Like, where do you go? There's nowhere to go. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, Jennifer. (laughs) I don't know. In nursing, we have a lot of, like, changing the bed while your patient is in it techniques. But they have, like, protective sheets, right? It's not the actual, like, mattress that's soiled, right? The mattresses are... In hospital beds tend to be sort of plasticky. Yeah. Um, I just feel like, I don't know, if I had just given birth and I could be on, like, semi-clean sheets and just go to bed. You'd just stop caring. <laughs> Fair enough. I say that having <laughs> never given birth, so. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. So I had one more thing. Um, I tried to make a lot of things. Um, I tried to make dairy-free cheese that used gelatin. So I basically made like a cheesy jello. Um, I found a chicken sausage recipe I really like, but it was expensive. So I did like all this testing and created a copycat recipe um, based on the ingredients and nutritional information. It was kind of like, I felt like a little detective and that was fun. Even ground up my own chicken. Um, which I'd never done before, and it wasn't really that hard, but I felt, like, very empowered. Look at me, grinding grinding chicken meat. Because <laughs> um, my parents have this old silver, like, archaic thing that weighs, like, five pounds. I'm use. so sad that Bobby isn't here to make watching the sausage get made jokes. Yeah, yeah. I know, uh, it's right. missed opportunity. Oh, bummer. <laughs> this could be you, Bobby. How this sausage is made. <laughs> but you plan with your children. <laughs> like a good father. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm also trying to make my own kombucha, 
um, which I'm worried that I'll be too scared to drink once it's ready. <laughs> um, I had a difficult time getting like the SCOBY started because I keep my house really cold and that's not fermentation. Apparently for this, they like it a little bit warmer, <laughs> like around 70 to 80 degrees. And I'm always like, 66 is fine. So it's it's taken it a, a little while and they they look, it looks dubious. But I mean, it looks like it's <laughs> supposed to look, but that still is very dubious. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting that it creates such a, like a, a solid, like the SCOBY is just like this rubbery thing. Mm-hmm. It's just weird that fermentation can create something that's that not mold mm-hmm. textured. And it makes my house smell kind of odd. Like when you walk in, you're like, what is that? It's not <laughs> terrible, but you just cannot pin it down. It's like a slightly vinegary smell. And you're like, what? What are you doing? Like, It's the booch. It's, yeah. All the cool websites call it like when you make the booch. It's like, <laughs> like, the, like the Sasquatch hunters who just call it the Squatch. Oh, yeah. There's a Squatch out there. Very <laughs> deep. They're real deep yeah, in that names. Yeah. I feel like I want to say Scoby Doby Doe. Yeah, Scoby is like a um, acronym for a thing, oh. but, but so it's not. Just I didn't like, realize it was an acronym. It's like a yeah. It's about the kind of like fermented mold spores or whatever that it is. Um, yeah, it's not just like they thought it looked cute. We're like, it's a scoby. <laughs> it's a stand for something, which I think Adara is looking up. Symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast. Oh, interesting. Yep. Um, and we also, I looked up a lot of things. One thing that we found interesting was sourdough starter. Mm. Because that's like, I think the oldest, I found one that said the oldest one is 122 years. And another one that said it was like, there was a 150-year-old sourdough starter. And I don't I don't know how you could get that many people in a family or to be that dedicated to like keep taking care of it and refreshing it and a bakery maybe, but like personal individual who's like, this was given to me by my mother and I'm like going to take care of it. I, I mean, do you just like drop it off with somebody if you go on vacation for a long time? Like do you have someone that can come and like their whole life is wrapped around that <laughs> yes. starter? They can't go on vacation. No, I think like <laughs> do they take it on vacation with them? <laughs> oh, I think this is an entrepreneurial opportunity. Ooh. You could be like, I will, you know, kennel sit or house sit your dog or your cat or whatever, and your sourdough starter. Like <laughs> I'm a certified bakery professional, and I can I can manage that starter while you're gone. I wish you would have come up with this before I started nursing school. I know. Uh, I know. You'd be like, I'll keep your kombucha, like, prime and fermenting and, Mm -hmm. yeah, and your sourdough starter and, like, yeah, you're covered. So is friendship bread, like, a sourdough starter? Is that a different kind of thing? I think it's based on a similar principle of, like, a yeasty thing that you Mm -hmm. pass on to other people. That kind of grosses them out because you're like, how sanitary can this be? Like <laughs> being handed down from kitchen to kitchen. But if I don't make it, we're not friends anymore. I know. That's that's such a, a heavy obligation. It and is responsibility to give to somebody. I'm. I mean, it tastes pretty good. Like if you've ever had oh, it. Oh yeah. The end result, but I've, I. 
I am afraid of people who want to hand me friendship bread. I don't want, I don't want it. Stop it. I remember my mom getting it and just like really complaining, like right now I have to do this. Yeah. And you can't let it die. Cause it's like yeah. part of the family, someone's family. Right. Yeah. It's like worse than those like horrible, like emails, like post this seven oh, right. times or you'll be cursed. It's like, yeah, this will just, someone will be disappointed in you. So the horrible like Instagram things where it's like now it's time to see who my real friends are. Oh yeah, <laughs> why are, the, why are your, our uh, friendships hinging on this post? You have to post this generic no. thing that makes other people uncomfortable to prove our friendship. Also, uh, all of those things are proving that we are not real friends. Yes. So also mute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's gonna get you muted. <laughs> So we should probably play out with this. Oh, yes, it's been an hour already. Can you imagine? I can't believe it. I said quantity over quality. <laughs> we covered so many subjects. We did. I feel like I have a lot more quantity in me now that you're back, Jennifer. Oh, <laughs> I make our resident introvert want to be slightly less introverted. I'm, mm. I'm so filled with joy and feelings that I just want to <laughs> smother you with my, my emotional, warm, happy feelings. Second thought, we could probably close it off now. (laughs) I think I'm done. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So, do you want to try love songs on the radio? I do. Mojave three. Don't fall asleep during the song, everybody. It's it's a it's mellow. All right. Check out kskq.org for info about the station and other shows. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook for updates on the theme, air dates, and behind-the-scenes pictures playlists, and more from the show. Uh, Just type in Dream Infringement. We really enjoy everyone's comments and feedback. Also, we're on iTunes. Look us up. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Stick around for One World Mini Songs with usually... DJ Marco Cook. This week. DJ Rob. DJ Rob. (laughs) (laughs) He's ready and waiting for you. All right. Bye, team.